Good evening, everyone. It's Wednesday, 9 p.m., and we are about to start one more Wednesday live class. Um, if you don't know me, my name is Renata, and I am speaking from Brazil. And together with my partner, MC, we are here to take your English from okay to the English that your success in your career demand. And we actually have a very special class today, really, you know, I would say dense, but fun at the same time. Let's invite MC to join us. Hi, everyone. Familiar faces here. Hi, Liana. Hi, everybody joining in. Hello, Hello partner. partner. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Um, Happy hump day. I'll teach oh, you later right. about that. Today's hump day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's the weather And there? Oh, I can't complain at all. It's November, what, 18th, and I still don't have snow on the ground. Woo! <laughs> I was asking her about that the other day, and then I told her, you know, maybe what's actually going to happen is you're going to have all that snow piled up. And she said, what did you tell me? Uh, no, I'm, I guess it can take longer. Like, the winter time can go into March, um, and April, maybe. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I, I've never experienced that. So first time I got here was December 17th and, um, uh, uh, 2017, lots of snow. Then the next year, uh, by that time we had a lot of snow already and last year, right? Yep. Last year, lots of snow as well. So first time. <laughs> Smooth, honey. Not complaining. Nice. Welcome, everyone. Um, I'm waving everyone in. Um, I wanted to say hi and wait a couple minutes, but it's already nine o'clock. And as you guys know, we are very punctual and we start the class nine o'clock sharp. Um, I have tagged I have tagged the comment here, um, you know, that explains the, the title of the class. I also put up the title somewhere where Instagram asked me to. So I hope you guys who didn't see, you know, the heads up. I hope you guys know what the class is going to be about. We are here every Wednesday, 9 p.m. with a different topic. And today we picked um, three verb tenses that are tense, that are complex, that are complicated. And a lot of people think they are super complicated. The perfect family. And in order to get in the mood, shall we, MC? Just a second. Shall we get in the mood? I need to find it. Just a second. Just a second. I guess it's the last one. She stole my crown. Look oh at my. her. Elizabeth stole my crown. I'm supposed to have that crown. Can you? Um, I, I, I didn't really see that me. coming, but I don't. Okay. Found it. Found it. You have, I don't have a crown. You know what? Thank God for a plan B because I will have a crown no matter what, <gasps> honey. No matter what, no matter what. So we're going to be talking about the perfect family tonight. Um, you know, the royal family as the perfect family. But, what, you know, what is it really about? Present, past, and future perfect. The three verb tenses, tenses that receive that name. And I guess they, they, they are far from perfect. They are the opposite from perfect because they are a big struggle for Brazilians. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I brought like the three in comparison 
so you guys can understand the differences between them. But the logic among all of them, you know, the logic that each, that, that is like a spinal cord that is going to connect each and every one of them. So maybe if you have a hard time with the future perfect, but you understand the past perfect, maybe what I, I'm about to tell you guys will help you understand future perfect better. Associate with what you already know, with what you are more familiar with. Let's get Elizabeth's crown, you know, like off of her. Okay. No, never mind. Let's just let it go. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, oh my. so the perfect family is past, present, and future perfect, right? Guys, I want to invite you to use, to use the question tool here on Instagram. If you have never used it, it's the question mark that is, you know, right? pretty much on now MC's nose or cheek. <laughs> um, then you click there, you write your question, and then we can bring the question and respond it to everyone, all right? So if you have any questions, just interrupt me, ask the question there or in the comments or use the tool if you prefer, then um, I can help you out. Got it? Shall we go? Shall we get started? Yep, yep, yep. We're ready. So we're going to follow a time logic, you know, chronological logic. Um, so we are starting with the past perfect, which is King George the Sixth. MC, I know you don't follow the crown. No, I, I know you're not a big fan of the show. I wasn't either. It took me like three times, three trials to fall in love with it. And now I'm obsessed. Oh, now I have the, the crown. Now they gave me the crown. Okay. So that's King George VI. Where he's representing past perfect. What? Because he was the king, the last king. Um, so what is past perfect? If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't like to get too technical. Let's try to see the verb tense being used. So we have basically um, had followed by the past participle of the verb. Like that. When I arrived at the cinema, the film had started. So this sentence sh clearly shows that there are two actions happening two different moments one in the past and one further in the past do you guys get that sentence is it something that you already know let us know here and i have a, a timeline to you know deconstruct that time that verb tense so you guys understand a little bit uh you know of the time logic behind it so first let's see we have this beautiful timeline we have now let's ignore now now is just there to show you you know like what it is um, what we are talking about. Um, okay, we have a question from Chris here. I were. No, Chris. There isn't I were in this sentence here. I'm not sure I understand your question. Can you ask me again? So now let's ignore it. Just there as a Oh, and I don't see it because it's a Q&A uh, option, right? Yes, it's a Q&A option. I'm like, are, are you, are you I'm, crazy? I'm the only one. I don't see anything. <laughs> Uh, and then we have, and then more uh, recent, closer to now, I arrived at the cinema. And more distant, before that, the film had started. So past perfect will always have this reference action in the past, like something happened. But past perfect is before that. There's always that pair of two actions that happened before now. One is just a reference of time, and the other one is the, the action that we are actually talking about. You know, the film had started. So just to go back here. When I arrived at the cinema, 
most recent action, the film had started. More distant, more you know, remote, farther from the present. So we can see that very, very clearly in the timeline. But can you see that I, I kind of established the two, the two actions very clearly? In reality, what we actually know is the action happened before I arrived, but I don't really tell you when. There is nothing specifying, you know, the, telling you exactly what time the action happened. You only have a reference of time. It was before I arrived at the cinema. So put that in your, in your head, you know, in your mind. The perfect family is a bit complicated because of that. Because there isn't really, you know, a precise time. That's not the focus. The focus is the reference of time. And then you know it happened before that, in this case, for instance. So you, you, all you have to know is, when I got there, the film had started. Consequently, what do you understand? You understand that I missed part of the film. That's what I'm telling you, mm -hmm. right? Pretty much, that's the, the, the point. That's why I chose Past Perfect, because I wanted to communicate, to tell you, to convey that I, I got there in the middle of the movie. I could have just said, I got there in the middle of the movie. You understand. But I use Past Perfect to be a little more specific or to give a different perspective of what happened. That's what I find beautiful about about verb tenses um you can communicate things in different ways the verb tense that you choose is the way you're looking at you know whatever you're looking at if you're looking at the bottle from this um you know view if you're looking at it like from the top from the bottom you know that's that's pretty much what you do with a verb tense so we don't know the precise the precise time we only know the reference the limit all we know see there is no connection with the present. And after that, you know, arrive, whatever, we don't care. We don't know. That's not what we are talking about. We are talking about a complete action, an action that happened, that finished before I arrived. So the film had started. They started the film. And then sometime after that, I got to the cinema. All right. Okay, I were and I was, probably, Chris, that person is talking about conditionals, all right? Conditionals, I, if I were and I was. Oh, um, yeah, we use that. Yeah. yeah, that's a different, a little different. It's not the simple past. It's more about the conditional. I can tell you, I can teach you guys about that too, you know, have a, a live class about that. Um, so moving on then. Basically, we have that as the timeline. And there is always a clear past context or a clear past moment when you use King George VI, the past perfect, the past king. Otherwise, you would, should use simple past or just present perfect or even present perfect. Because um, what you should remember is in, in what you say, sometimes you don't have like a before, whatever, or, or on a when something happened, but there is a context. For example, you asked me about my weekend, you know, like, hey, what did you what did you do on Saturday, last Saturday? And I tell you, well, you know, um, um, my family decided to go out for dinner, but, uh, you know, I didn't go. Why not? Oh, because they called me last minute and I had already eaten. So I had already eaten when? Before they called me, before they went to dinner, before the whole thing happened. So it's in the context. There's always a past context, always. So don't complicate your life. 
if there's no reason to use past perfect, just, just don't, don't use it. You know, <laughs> don't just don't do it. Just stay in the simple past or present perfect, depending on what you're trying to say, because they are different too, you know. Uh, so to you, MC, what is it like? Is it natural to use past perfect? No, there's always that pause when I'm trying to remember, like, what's the rule again? And some some common phrases, it, it just comes out naturally, uh, for come out naturally. But for, for other moments, I'm like, what, what? Mm, mm. And um, it, it's just not as natural and as simple as other uh, tenses. So forget about yeah. it, get over it. And uh, mm -hmm. let's just remember, especially the more you write it down and the more you you get in content uh contact with the with the past perfect uh form then it, it it's going to get easier for you as well yeah and i find past perfect a verb tense that refines your communication because you can really you know speak less and communicate more you don't have to say so before i met them i went to whatever you just say i had done that and then i did it You know, I had done that because of that. It's automatic. It's clear that something is detached from the other. One action is detached from the other. So it's a, it's a verb tense that if you understand it very well, amazing, because then you won't be lost. You know, what happened before what? What happened after what? You will understand. And if you use it, even better. So it's one of the pillars of, uh, you know, what we, the whole, the, the whole work we do here, right? One of the pillars is being a clear cut and being um, objective and idiomatic, natural with your English. The more natural, the better, you know, your communication will be. Moving on to the present perfect. In the perfect family, we, all, we also have the present, the reigning sovereign. I'm learning so many, you know, fancy words and using them more often now that I'm watching the crown. The, the reigning sovereign, Queen Elizabeth, if you don't know her, that's The, the actress that plays her. <laughs> She gave me back my crown. She didn't take it back from me again. Mm. <laughs> well, present perfect, simple. I just wanted to remind you, we are talking about the simple forms, the forms that express complete actions, not the, the actions in progress, the actions that are happening or have been happening, the complete ones, all right? Done, over, finished, complete. So present perfect is basically, you know, if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're a little lost, I've been to Europe many times. Auxiliary have or has plus the verb in the past participle. I've been to Europe many times. That's one example of a present perfect, a sentence in the present perfect. Moving on to the timeline. So, I don't know when you, you went to Europe. I don't know about the, the time that action happened. All I know is it happened before now. So what is the reference? Oh, what is the reference then? Now is the limit. That's the only thing I know. It did not happen after now. It's not happening now. It's not happening in the future. Remember the simple form. I'm not talking about the continuous. I'm not talking about the idea of the continuous that sometimes we use in the simple. All right? Let's not talk about duration I've done this for many years. No, let's talk about complete actions in the past. I visited my friend many times. I've already done the, the exercise. I haven't seen John recently. Those ideas, all right? So basically, you guys, um, that's the reference you have. Limit. The limit is now. It happened before now, and the limit is now. But you don't know when, and you cannot tell me when. 
if you tell me when you go to the simple past for a number of reasons that I cannot get into right here right now because we don't have the time but indefinite time we don't know when just like the past perfect remember we only had a reference of time but the present perfect then the reference is now that's all we know it happened before now so precise time is something that we also don't have in the present perfect and basically some uh some general time contact. I'm trying to do this as if it would help me see the word. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> some general time contacts that help us understand. Guys, grab on to these three examples. Grab on to them. Because basically they can help you see if your sentence in the present perfect makes sense pretty much in any situation. Should I use simple past or should I use present perfect? If, one, if the idea is until now or recently or in my life, it's going to pretty much cover any situation where you will need or where you should be using present perfect. How so? I can't say that I just, uh, that I, I saw John very recently this morning, but I can also say that I've just seen him, that I've seen him recently. I can, I can say that I didn't eat because I didn't have time, but I can say that until now, I haven't eaten. Is it until now so far, but you intend to do it later? So I haven't eaten until now. Until now is kind of there in my head. I don't have to say it. I can just you say, can say I yet. Eaten. Sorry? You can say yet. Yes, you can also say yet. Sure, too, right? As the scene or so far. But the, the, the idea of until now is so easy for you to see, you know, to understand like until now. But maybe I will in the future. I haven't done something until now. Or I have done this this three times until now. Maybe I can do it again in the future. Experiences, you know. Um, life experience in general. Every time you're talking about your life experience. Because your life started in the past, but it's also come, it comes until now. There is no way you can talk about your life experience in the future, right? The limit for your life experiences is now is this moment so grab on to these three they pretty much summarize everything all the, the ideas that we can use um regarding present perfect simple it's going to help you a lot all right and the limit is now i've done i've eaten i've traveled um you know she's she's she, she's arrived she has just arrived and the future perfect that's prince charles mc Oh, in the in the TV series. Okay. Yes, in the Crown. That's the you know the 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 actor that plays Prince Charles, the future king. Which I don't know. Some people say that you know he may not. Uh, he may abdicate or whatever the term is when his time comes. That he may not be the king. That the country prefers Prince William to rise up. You know, go straight. But let's see. Let's see what life will, will bring about, right? And look so at anyways, this. I'm ready here to, to be the next queen, and what a waste. <laughs> what a waste. You would make a perfect queen. Born for that. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, can I replace I already did for I've done? I already did or I've already done or I've done. Sure, you can do that because it means what? I've already done before now, recently. I've done that. Couple minutes, couple days, I don't know, before now, right? Um, okay, so 
future perfect, we usually use a preposition by and a moment in the future. By the end of the week, by next month, by next Christmas, by the time uh, the vaccine comes out, I will have done something. So by the end of the week, I will have visited five countries. Let's say Prince Charles is on a tour and he has a lot of countries to visit in, you know, a couple days, like small countries that are close to each other. So he's projecting into the future. You know what? I've visited two and by the end of the week, by the end of the tour, I will have visited five. This is, I would say, uh, you know, Charles was a perfect fit for this verb tense because I think it's the one that's least understood least liked and least, and least used. used exactly <laughs> and least used it is very specific but it is useful there is you know the moment to use it and when is it when that deadline that reference in the future you know is important for us to look at the past we go to the future to look at the past uh, when that time comes what will be complete when that time comes and we look back, what will be accomplished? Will you have done it? Will you have finished what I asked you? How many people will have received um, the invitation by, you know, by the day of the party? Do you think everyone will have received it? So basically, we have a different reference, a projection into the future. And so what, we, what do we know? The action is going to happen. But it's not about when it's going to happen. It's about that reference that, to me, somehow it is important. The, the, the end of the tour, the last day of the tour, the day of the deadline, uh, my birthday, Christmas. And then I project it, but I don't know when it's going to happen. But I know that when this day comes, when it's Friday, he's going to look back. And what is he going to say? I've visited five countries. Mission accomplished. So see how they are connected, how they are, you know, related, really. They are family. Future perfect and present perfect. Future perfect, the projection into the future. And then when that time comes, you use present perfect because the action is in the past. The action is complete. Arthur has a question. Is it wrong to say I will visit five cities until Saturday? Um, I will visit five cities throughout the week. I will visit five cities by Saturday. By Saturday, you could use Arthur. Uh, it would be more idiomatic, all right? Not until. Um, you could say that. And native speakers do that too. They say, I'll do that by, well, by Saturday. I will visit five cities. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's not wrong to do it. Um, but it's about that focus. You know, it's about like, ooh, I will have visited five cities. Can you believe it? Wow, I will have accomplished that. I will have completed my goal, completed my mission. So the focus is a little bit different. It's like, you know, when you are, um, you have, a, you decide to revamp your apartment, to renovate your house and Christmas is coming. And, you know, at this time of year, you ask everyone, will you have finished by Christmas? Because I want my apartment to be really perfect for my family. So are you sure you will have finished by Christmas? I don't care about you know, one day before Christmas or five days before Christmas or when, when are you going to finish? I don't, I don't want to ask him that. I want to ask you, by Christmas, will you have finished? So th that's why I changed the focus and I go into future perfect, 
deadline. That's what I, I'm interested in, you know? So, yeah, and we have so many forms of future, you know, that it's hard to choose one. I know <laughs> it's not a piece of cake. But just going back here to visually see now and the end of the week. Between now and the end of the week, that's when the action is going to happen. Not before now, because it hasn't happened. And, uh, and I don't know exactly when. It's lost in time. But I know the deadline. I know the limit. It's not going to happen after the end of the week. I mean, or it's not going to happen at, uh, at all. Like, it's, I, I won't have finished by the end of the week. Sure, of course, you can have a negative statement too, right? So that's pretty Renata, complicated, I know. It's uh, back to Arthur's question. It's also a game changer here, right? Uh, because uh, instead of just using the will, uh, which is the day-to-day -day kind of thing that we, we, we Brazilians tend to stick to, it's very hard. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's also going to be an opportunity for you to elevate your English and then show that you know what you're doing and what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. That's it's very true. You know, the, the, uh, we are always talking about that, right? And see, elevate your English, elevate your English. Also one of our pillars, elevate your English, show that you have the English that it needs, that anyone around you will understand you clearly. Your message will, will be understood. If you're speaking Portuguese or English, you will be, you know, respected the same way professionally. You will be competing, you know, uh, as um, amazingly as you would in any language. So basically there, it's used to project an action into the future. It's not about when it will happen, but when it will be complete and over. You know, it will be in the past. Let me just double check if that the is lost somewhere there. Let me see if I, I forgot to. No, it's just lost. There is no more piece of information to add. So projection into the future, right? Now I have a comparison of the three For you guys to visualize, King George, past perfect. Queen Elizabeth, present perfect. And Prince Charles, future perfect. By the Now, way, let's pause here for a moment. Low clap of hands for that analogy. <laughs> my, one, my Netflix obsession paid off this time. Whoa, paid look off at my completely. crown. My crown is 3D. Okay, so uh, past perfect. I know the limit. The limit is the past. Something that happened in the past, a situation in the past, the action happened before that, all right? Don't go anywhere because we still have practice at the end of the class, all right? Don't leave. It's not over. Uh, present perfect. The limit is now. I don't know when it happened, but it happened in the past, sometime before now. And future perfect, sometime between now and a determined deadline in the future. By, usually with preposition by by the end of the week, by next Christmas, by the time we get here. Important thing to remember, when we use by and a phrase, like by the time the vaccine comes out, we must use present. By the time the vaccine comes out, by the time you arrive here, by the time she gets, you know, her promotion. Present, all right, guys, don't use the future there. Oh, that great sentence tip. is constructed in the present, never in the future. So I want you guys to complete the sentences now. I'm going to give you the tip and you are going to complete in the comments, you know, um, first with what verb tense it is. If it's George, Elizabeth or Charles, past 
present or future perfect. And then I, we're going to, you know, create sentences, ask questions, and then we're going to go from there. And you guys are also going to participate. All right. Uh, so before, so Arthur is asking for strike a pose oh. because he's uh, screenshotting. Okay. So you guys want to screenshot it, strike a pose and see. Okay. So we gave everyone <laughs> a chance to screenshot. <laughs> I should have so done by myself. Christmas, oh my god. Past King George, present Queen Elizabeth or future Prince Charles. Which one? By Christmas, which one do we use with this one? By I Christmas. Done, I had done, I have done, I will have done. Whatever, however you guys want to put it, all right? If you want to put the the the, the sentence, the name, the name of the character whatever however you want it by christmas i mean next christmas okay charles ivana said charles for sure ivana point for you so guys what do you think how many presents do you think you will have bought by christmas many presents this year or not many presents good i can see here laura paulinha charles charles right so how many presents do you think you will have bought by christmas mc You're coming to Brazil. Guys, she's coming to Brazil. Don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Knock no, on wood. I am it. going. You are going. I'm giving good, sending good, the best vibes. Of course, you're going. You're coming. You're coming. So how many presents will you have bought by Christmas, MC? By Christmas, I will have bought a total of zero presents. <laughs> oh, just kidding. I don't know. I haven't thought about that. There's so many pieces to put together before arriving. <laughs> I would like to try some maple syrup in case, you know, it's okay to bring it in the luggage and it there's no risk of spilling it, it all okay. over your, you know, <laughs> it all so over So you want clothes. the good stuff, right? Okay, perfect. Yeah, the good. Is there, is there bad stuff? No, oh, there think, is. Not the bad stuff, stuff but there is. Okay. There is mass produced stuff. Arthur, so Arthur, said, Arthur, oh, Arthur you, will have, you will have lost some weight by Christmas. I will probably have gained weight. You know, no, I actually lost before Christmas, right? Yeah, because then after Christmas, by New Year's, by January, I will have gained weight. For sure. I will have bought many gifts. So, branch of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So, Arthur, lose the weight now to gain the weight after Christmas. You guys, before I got my first job, which of the perfect family would you use here? Past perfect, King George. Present perfect, Queen Elizabeth or future perfect Queen uh, Prince Charles. Before I, I got, okay, I don't know if you guys can see, I think not. I have to lower the, the letter a little bit. Before I got my first job, you know what? Which one? That's me typing on the comments, okay? But um, that's a very dumb way to do it because you're going to be actually doing this. <laughs> So before I got my first job, I had done something, I have done something, or I will have done something before I got my first job. We have answers. All righty. Pass. George, pass. That's it. So, guys, what had you studied, done, you know, accomplished before you got your first job? Had you graduated? Maybe not. Maybe you, you got in the company, you know, before you graduated and then you worked hard and you got your, your diploma. So what was it for you? Had you graduated before you got your first job or not? 
Before I got my first job, I had had amazing classes with Renata. Oh, Arthur, you're so cute. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you were so young. You are still very young, but you were so, so young and already, you know, with such a bright future ahead of you. All right. So what else, you guys? MC, tell us while everyone is writing, had you, um, what had you done? Had you graduated before you got your first job? So before I got my first job, I had been an intern for almost a year. Considering That's that first job is like permanent job kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. And then and then you were hired as soon as you graduated. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Laura saying that she had lived abroad. Okay. Also cool. Good experience. All righty. Okay, you guys, I'm, I'm sure you're all practicing at home there, right? Repeating also saying the sentences that you are writing. Many times in my life, many times in my life, I had done, I have done, I will have done. And, you know, Charles, Elizabeth, George, who? Many times in my life. Oh, a throwback moment now. I had been pressured before you got your first job. You had been pressured. Okay. All right, Elizabeth, present perfect. Many times in my life. Yes, of course, I can also say that I won't do something many times in my life anymore because I'm getting old, whatever. But considering the three options that we have, the best one would be present perfect. All right. So tell me, guys, experiences. What have you done many times in your life? Maybe something that you hate. Maybe something that you like. Maybe something that you wish you didn't have to do. You know, what have you done? Many times? Or maybe something really different. Crazy. What is something that you have done many times in your life? I want to hear from you before I say anything. Because I, I didn't think about something very extraordinary. So I want to hear from you because maybe you're more creative than me tonight. <laughs> Mm, extraordinary. Mm, I wonder what well, that be. I have been lost many times downtown. <laughs> depending on where downtown is for you, I can totally relate. In Berga, Arthur, many times. <laughs> where that do you live, Arthur? That can't be pleasant at all. Come on, you guys. What about you? What have you done many times in your life? I'm trying to think of something crazy or different or, oh, you've lost your keys many times in your life. <laughs> ah. Oh, good. Okay. That's interesting too. Like many times, you know, it's like you're famous for losing your keys. Some people are famous for losing phones. Oh, in Toronto. Oh, okay. But Toronto, then it's, you know, forgiven because it, it's not your hometown, right? So many times. Getting lost many times in Toronto, I would, I would, I would say, you know, I would too. <laughs> I have broken my phone, may, my phones many times in my life. Ooh. Oh, the screen, break the screens. Yeah, me too. I'm mm -hmm. with you. I'm with you, Chris. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So Laura is asking, have been, is have been correct? Isn't it present perfect continuous? No, Laura. He used uh, passive voice, actually. He said, I have been lost 
lost in this sense, uh, then it's a past participle of lost. It's not losing. Present perfect continuous is I have been losing keys ever since ever since I was born, for example. So it's actually a great present question. perfect simple. Very present perfect simple, but in the passive voice. Alrighty. Let's see. Okay, one more then. I haven't shared mine. Oh my yeah, story. that's right. You're, so I'm so sorry. Your extraordinary story. Go. I forgive you. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, many. <laughs> I am, this is giving me so much power. Um, I cannot even handle that. Too anyway. much power. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> many times in my life, I've been hangover. Ooh, raise your hand if you're with me. <laughs> that's not extraordinary. Actually, that's or more than ordinary, I would say. <laughs> no, I've, I've improved now. I'm, not, I'm more of a social drinker, like almost never kind of thing. Uh-huh. So you have I'm been hungover. such a grown-up. Uh-huh. You have been hungover. Just change the hang for hung. I've been oh, hungover. Correct. I've been hungover. Thank yes. you. Hangover is the name, the noun. And when you yes. are hungover, you use the, the, also the passive form. You know, I'm hungover. See? Okay. And now I have a personal question to ask MC. <gasps> you know, when you baked that crooked cake? Uh, which one? Because I have more cakes before. I've done or... that more than once. <laughs> the one you sent me the picture of. You know, she had like the... She had the the cake like like this, you know, when you're supposed to have like a normal cake, and the cake was like this. Oh, the wave cake. Okay, the wave. That's how you call it. Okay, the mm -hmm. wave cake. Was that the first cake, or had you baked other cakes before, and that was just a disaster? Oh no, that was the first one I, I was actually doing without any supervision. You know, that's that was my first time doing um, baking. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Arthur is asking about what is crooked. It's something that's not straight. You know, like this. You know, have a paint on the wall and then it's crooked instead of being like straight. Yeah. Yeah. Good example. Painting on the wall. All right, you guys. Those are, were the examples that I prepared for us tonight. Thank you guys so much for staying with us and with the royal family for this very special class of the perfect family. The past, the present, and the future. Perfect. So I hope it was helpful if you guys, you know, use the opportunity to screenshot the, um, the timelines because I really think they are helpful. And thank you guys so much. And please like this class here in the little heart so that Instagram will let you know next week, you know, and the, every week about us coming live in case you forget. And we are live every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Brazil time, 7 p.m. Canada EST time for MC and 9 p.m. for us here in Brazil. Thank you guys so much. MC, partner. Bye-bye, queen. Thank bye -bye, you. Queen. Let's enjoy the, some royalty time, night time. <laughs> Take care, everyone. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>